0: Welcome to Beyond Beats episode 11. I've got, no, I am, dive in. <laughs> I've got Medic here, <laughs> and we have a guest, and that is Christopher Ikram, all the way from Norway. Welcome.
1: Thank you.
2: Man, I'm so excited for this week. Um, yeah, Christopher, I've, I mean, I, I've learned a lot about you through actually diving, because um, I think you guys have been collaborating for um, much longer, like for a while, like at least. A I think pretty years, much I the say. same time yeah, I think amount so. of
0: time as, as we have, um, but we've known each other for a little bit longer. It just took us quite a while to actually get started with the collabs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and it's just to see. I mean, there's there's so many things to talk about with you. I feel like. Um, before the show we were just talking about uh trying to like narrow down uh some of these things and i I feel like there's so many interesting things about your journey christopher um starting from uh i guess you know you're you're first off you're a proper jazz musician to begin with you know (laughs) uh which is um you know it's it's not the norm in within this beat community that we see um, you know, a lot of us just, you know, learn and use the DAW day in, day out, but like you, you started out as a live musician. Um, you went to school for it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to just, um, like start off with uh, a quick, um, uh, musical background of yourself?
0: Give us your or? resume. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. So my
1: name is, uh, Christopher. Mm-hmm. I'm from a small town in uh, Norway, but I moved to Oslo in 2008 to study jazz at the Music Academy in Oslo. Um, I took a bachelor's degree in jazz trumpet performance, and I uh, worked as a freelance musician for several years. And um, yeah, I did a lot of freelancing, uh, touring, with the different projects, and uh, I was introduced to a lo- uh, kind of lo-fi or like instrumental hip-hop through uh, a project I was involved in, uh, together with uh, Fred Fades and uh, the rapper Ivan Av. And I started taking interest in making beats myself uh, after a while. And uh, yeah, since 2018, maybe, I've been producing uh, a lot of stuff on my own and really enjoying that
0: process. Even your resume, so, yeah. like the way you tell it sounds so professional, like way more than anything we've ever done at this podcast (laughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) Um, but you know i I just want to like youtube university (laughs) (laughs) i I just want to like jump in there really quick because you mentioned fred fades and ivan av um and it's really funny because a friend of mine who by the way we were talking before we started the podcast oh this is this is such a full circle moment okay check this out a friend of mine who used to work in Stockholm for teenage engineering now lives in my old apartment that I've been living in Berlin for eight years for, he actually showed me in this very apartment, um, your album that you made with Fred fades and he was like, you gotta check wow. out those two <laughs> guys. They're amazing. Um, I, I said the found, jazz cats. Yeah. if Um, yeah, I think the jazz cats. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. found their music when I was in Stockholm and I was like, oh shit, that's amazing. And then wow. like two months later or something, I kid you not, you texted me on Inst- or you followed me on Instagram and I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, I've been bumping <laughs> this guy's album for, for so long and, and he just like followed me. You know, what's what's up there? And you probably, you were probably like just getting into the lo-fi scene or something and just like discovered me or something. And, you know, it was just a, very many like coincidences. So yeah that's just a fun, yeah, fun story to
2: <laughs> small world <laughs> yeah it really is I feel like um, I guess how uh, how did you I guess before we, we, we unpack um, like your musical past and everything like how did you find Divin actually I think it was
1: uh, through Instagram yeah just like, uh, to, just I saw his be... name popping up on all the playlists and uh, took a liking oh, in his music. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I saw him on Instagram. He had cool videos. Seems like a really laid back, cool guy. So yeah, gave him a follow. And um, you were so yeah, far we from talking. wrong. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, no, Um sure it that kind of stuck with me.
1: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I think yeah for for us all like Instagram is such a it's such a great place to, to yeah. discover and get to know people. Um, and I guess that transitions into like, you know, one of the things that we could talk about is how does that transition, how did that transition work for you ter- when it came to, you know, when it comes to jazz and live music, uh, live um, performing uh, live with other jazz musicians, a lot of that interaction you know, it happens in real life and playing with other people, um, matching their energy and all that. How did you transition from that? Like, how was the transition transition from that into like a more digital world where, you know, you're tapping into the online beat making community, you know, just like, you know, me and Divin had, um, and rely, you know, doing a lot of that building relationship, building online, like, do you mean like more of the business
1: side of it or you mean like musical As,
2: as in just like was it was it a weird like because you know you, you've you you've gone to school jazz school and all that stuff yeah. like you you're, you're just so used to jamming with other people and then like all of a sudden like you find yourself um, you don't want to do beats more and then you find yourself on instagram more and more and you're texting people more and more and you know and, So yeah, i think um, you mean
0: both from that um like sort of networking aspect but also from the yeah, yeah. Uh, playing live with other people in a room versus making music sending stems doing digital yeah which i think exactly. we're all kind like, of familiar like we both we've seen both sides yeah. of the but yeah how was it for you christopher
1: it felt like a natural development for me uh, at least i did a lot of uh, different kind of jobs when i was freelancing Mm -hmm. uh, playing with djs and also doing uh, studio jobs or studio gigs i mean and uh, so it it didn't feel like a big transition in that way and i've been uh, developing and or evolving musically uh, slowly so it's like a gradual natural uh, Uh, curve to me I guess (laughs) so yeah so I did a lot of studio uh, sessions uh, before I started making my own beats too so being a studio session my studio environment isn't really uh, like it's not strange to me (laughs) at this point yeah Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah I started uh, making beat videos a few years back and uh, I noticed that people enjoyed it and i had fun making them and uh, so it just became like a part of my uh, process as a musician and documenting my my stuff yeah uh, basically so uh
0: is that uh, magic yo, uh, okay.
2: revelations but <laughs> you know no um, I, sorry I, I think you covered it really well <laughs> the, i mean what i what i gather from you know just your background and, and what you just said is just, you do, you do so much. Like I, I, I didn't, you know, um, I didn't know you, you had, uh, uh, you, you, you did all these, um, uh, um, you had all this experience in, in professional studios and all that stuff. And, and that stuff that, that is really invaluable. I feel like, and yeah, I think, you know, coming from a, a bedroom beat maker, um, perspective, like that's um yeah that that, that's the stuff that uh you know we all want to like try our hands with and and you've been there so that's really cool
1: yeah and uh, on the other side for me uh, this was uh, one of the things that i i got curious about with the lo-fi community because there are so many talented uh, musicians and producers who uh, haven't gone to school and just make uh, super cool music uh, at home and that was like whoa this is uh, interesting (laughs) there's a whole different world out there on the other side of the spectrum (laughs) yeah
2: yeah i feel it's just such a um i don't know i always feel get get some sort of like imposter syndrome you know like there's people who's like dedicated like so much of their lives to this and then like here we are just like trying to trying to google like oh how to mix the kick in the bass and, like, and mm. like that's how we learned stuff. i've never it's looked like, that up actually it's one
0: of those things where <laughs> oh, like oh there's a there's a right way to do that oh uh, i'm just doing you know by ear <laughs> um but i, but I had a question is, uh, always
1: sound on points
0: oh thank you thank you <laughs> i do i do i am a bass player so i guess the low end spectrum is sort of where my ears are very comfortable at so it, it just came naturally just, yeah it's for just diving. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned that uh your like uh, instagram reels and everything is something that you that you are doing to sort of like document your journey um, is that what like, cause, cause you're like, you're killing it at the, at the reels and, uh, you're like consistent. You, you're like, your reels are always somewhere between like inspiring fun. And like, so you, I feel like you you're also like covering the whole spectrum of what reels can be. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it just, do you, first of all, do you want like talk more about that? And I have one question that you might want to answer ki- kind of on, uh, along the way. And that is, um, is that what motivates you like to to, like to get up and do that every day because because i i recently found motivation again um in actually doing reels again i don't know what exactly it is but i actually just really enjoy it again which is really cool um Mm. but yeah i just want to hear what what is it for you that kind of motivates you to like do that day and day again
1: yeah uh first of all thank you very much (laughs) i'm glad you enjoy my stuff um No, I just treat it as uh, like a documentation process. And uh, I used to have a day job working with real estate photography. And I also did a lot of photography uh, as a hobby uh, a few years back. So like the photography side is something I I bring with me Mm -hmm. into making videos and uh, yeah. I like to make, as you said, uh, like short videos and try to make them aesthetically pleasing whenever I can. Or sometimes just, uh, oh, this is a nice beat, I, I want to show it to the world. But uh, yeah, uh, I feel like uh, all the algorithms and all this uh, this crazy stuff there, <laughs> it's a struggle, as many people uh, might agree with. And... Um, I haven't gone viral or anything like that, but um, yeah, I just enjoy as you I dive in. I enjoy making videos, and uh, I, I'm I get very uh, glad when I see all the kind comments, yeah, etc.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a um, a way to tap into another creative outlet. And since you already do music, it's kind of like let's just do that kind of thing, right? yeah yeah because <laughs> that's and that's also what i treat
1: uh so yeah and also treat um instagram and social media as a tool uh, for yeah, making or creating community around my music and uh, discovering people for inspiration and uh, also uh, for networking yeah i mean we we all know each other from
2: Instagram, basically. Right. So Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: it, it works. <laughs>
2: and, and, and it's awesome. Just, uh, uh, you know, I echo what Daven was saying earlier. Uh, just to see you try different things and and do it in a way that's still like you know true and authentic to to yourself. Uh, you know, you're not you're not jumping on any crazy trends that might not be you know uh, might not reflect who you are. Um, you know, but you are still trying different things. Like, you know, I I see you trying different camera angles with the trumpet, um, and, and different editing techniques. And yeah, I I feel like whenever I I see, I see your stuff, I'm just like, okay, yeah, time to, time to, time to try something new again. (laughs) I, I get, you know, sometimes I find something that works and then I, I like, just keep doing it and then like so you know it's seeing you pop up um with your posts it's it's a it's a good motivation for me too just to like Mm.
0: yep same here also like to keep up the daily stuff like um and it's so simple actually like today i was just in a session and i was i was actually recording something because i'm also kind of rebooting my youtube channel which has also been a little bit dead recently (laughs) um so i was filming a little bit along the way and i was like you know what i can just while i'm recording the guitar part i can just film that you know and have a reel for the day and just think of something that went through my mind while doing it's so simple actually but it's and, and i think the more you get mm. into that rhythm of doing it every day the easier it actually gets because you don't overthink and you don't want to like like exactly. display your entire brand and your entire being into this one <laughs> five second video exactly yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i can share a secret there uh i record uh like maybe once or maybe twice a week and then i batch create. i, I record uh, like uh, 10 videos in one session so then i don't have to like (laughs) do record every day because i i find it sometimes exhausting you know setting up the camera stand i uh, know coming up with ideas and yeah sometimes i'm just tired or i have stuff to do so i try to plan out or uh, sometimes I just improvise in front of the camera or go through older beats and like oh this
2: could be nice for instagram right because you're not the first one that i um you know i've noticed another um creator that i'm a very big fan of as well um yeah i can just share uh jake fine um he's a guitarist and he does these like uh just guitar um, riff ideas and he invites other people to like remix his reels and tiktoks and all that stuff and then oops my mic drop dropped. Sorry. <laughs> sorry uh but yeah he, i'm just he, holding my mic <laughs> uh, but but yeah he's like he his social media is like super consistent um you know one, one a day and then you know i asked him what his um what his secret was what his routine was and he said yeah i just spend my weekends uh just making these and and in batch and then he posts them throughout the week and um but what i feel like what you do in addition to that is you're trying different things as well you know like so it's very easy to well i'm not going to say it's very easy to, to like batch record stuff and be creative in batch terms right but you're also not just um, you're not doing the same thing in batch. You're, you're, like, trying different, like, video techniques and editing techniques. So mm. it, it's, it's, it's like an added level of uh, challenge that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't you. know, like, because last week, Diven and I were talking about, um, or, or two weeks ago, uh, we were talking about, like, how do you structure your day? So, so say, Christopher, like, you're in your weekend and you're trying to create... And you know, you have this block of like, say two, three hours to create, like, do you feel the pressure of, of creating or like, do you not stick to the two, three hours too much? Do you allow yourself some room for spontaneity as well? Just just a tangent, but I really wanted to see how your process was.
1: Yeah. I just have to check if the camera's still
0: recording two seconds. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I'm I'm on the edge of my seat here. It's such a good question. I'm 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 really like give me the answer. Give me the answer. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll be right <laughs> be right back." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it seems fine.
1: Yeah, so uh, like a typical typical day for me is I work uh, on 8 to 4 job. I have mm-hmm. a day job working with the neighboring rights. Which is like we pay musicians like and uh, right. record labels uh for being played on radio yeah, yeah. um so when i get home i'm uh, mostly very tired so i have to like cook and uh, watch a tv show together with my girlfriend uh-huh. and i just relax for two three hours before i can start creating stuff so I normally have like from seven to ten maybe where i can do stuff and, um, yeah, uh, if I have uh, time off on weekends, then I'll try to get as much out of uh, hours as I can. Uh, I don't have, like, a fixed schedule.
2: Right. Um, okay. But,
1: uh, yeah, I'm also a father, so like you guys, so... don't uh, know I mean, me. dive in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. You've been talking about fatherhood so much. Yeah. <laughs> i got mixed up oh i didn't know yeah. you were
2: oh, a daddy too i didn't know you were a dad as well that's oh, no wow. yeah that makes it so yeah. much more impressive
1: <laughs> i became a father at a very young age at uh, age 20 so uh, and he lives uh, in a different city in molde no, yeah the city is called molde so oh. i travel there every second weekend so when i'm there i'm just uh, chilling and hanging out but so yeah when i'm in Oslo where I live, I try to be as efficient as I
0: can. And and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, and yeah, I might cut it out if, I, if I'm if i not, but your son also started making beats, right?
1: Yeah, I, I just started. Uh, I found that's out the coolest that thing. Uh, he can use my uh, Ableton Live uh, license. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's it's very talented. It's the dream. <laughs> the, the dream <laughs> for any beat maker
2: father. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Man. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, it, it's really, it's really cool to hear, um, your, the, the structure that you've set for yourself to, to create this level of output with your social media. And I feel like that's, you know, I, the fact that it's not my first time hearing it and, and the, the fact that it, I see that it, it, um, it's, it works really well. It's, you know, that, that's something I, I'm going to strive to do as well. Like trying to like, batch create and then um you know post throughout the week
1: how about you guys how do you structure your
2: days <sighs> like it, not not much to be honest like i i i guess i get into grooves right so like sometimes i um this you know i'll, I'll create a real I'll, I'll i'll have like a week where i'm banging out like guitar ideas and then I'll have a week where I'm I'm just mixing like one song and trying to finish that song and then I'll have you know like it, it's very um uh what do you call it like coming in tre- trend yeah oh, okay. waves exactly sorry thank you but you know at the same time I, I feel like if if I have this block of time on a weekend where I can just um you know record um guitar riffs and batches and then I can I, it opens up my my week my time during the week to just mix one song you know so um yeah I, I feel like it it's kind of a cheat code that like you mentioned that I should um you know should look into as well
0: i I did like a similar thing the other the other day since like i i always i finally found a routine that really works really really well for me um for like mm-hmm. the last two three weeks I've been like strictly following that. Without having to be strict about it, because it was very like, it's just very natural. Like I wake up, uh, I read a little bit, then I play a little bit of mm-hmm. piano um, for like five ten minutes, um, mm-hmm. and then I meditate for five minutes, do ten minutes of workout, and then you know, shower, breakfast, and then whatever whatever's up on that day. So creatively, I'm sort of um, yeah going with the flow um but i i really have this like kind of strict morning routine which which is super nice um feels super well mm-hmm. especially like you know doing this full-time now um where you're not forced to have some kind of routine but now i get like get up at seven ish every morning and then do that right. and then i'm i'm ready for the day at, latest at t- by 10. um so because there's also my daughter <laughs> which sometimes needs a little bit of attention in between so um yeah um where, where was I going with that? Well, I, oh, I, mean, I, I did just... this thing the other day where usually I'm, I'm like, I, I talked about that a little bit on the last on last week's episode. I'm, I'm like strictly non-recording in the morning. Like when I do my piano uh, doodling, oh. I'm like, recording is the one thing that's off limits because I really want to do this just for me. Um, but I had like two or three really, really good ideas. And I was like, I I was getting so in the, in the zone, like where I played for 20 minutes and just something really well, uh, came up. So I just like, um, did three recordings the other day. So I already know right now, kind of like creating and batch again, right. Um, I have three ideas, three loops waiting for me so I can just focus Mm. on finishing up one track at a time now which is kind of mm. like what you said, Medic, um, about like getting deep in the zone with mixing. For me right now, it's getting deep in the zone with arranging and just, you know, uh, ver- I still, I'm like, tw- I'm 30 years old now and I still can't remember horizontally or vertically. This is horizontal. <laughs> 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 vertically you building just, the- <laughs> I think your
2: hand, you just yeah. did the opposite thing, <laughs>
0: right? Vertically <laughs> building the track. <laughs> so yeah, so basically meaning like stacking instruments and stuff, right? Um, which is something i'm focusing on right now with those loops so yeah creating and batch works kind of in all kinds of directions i think yeah horizontal and vertical it, yeah.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah um it's difficult i, I noticed uh, with diving before jumping onto this call is christopher you kind of have like a, a an atypical uh, arc in terms, um, real, uh, compared to other kind of beat makers in the genre, because usually um, in this community, people start out doing stuff in their bedrooms, and then they start doing more live shows, and then um, you 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 kind of you kind of started out with a live uh, performance and all that, and then became more of a studio person. I guess, is there is there anything you a- miss? And took, and took on a day
0: job, right? So you're like completely anticlimactic, sort of, in, in that sense. <laughs> no, but I started on
1: a... the stage, and then I withdrew more and more into the bedroom. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um,
2: sorry, what's the question again? So, yeah, I guess like, the two, there's two things I wanted to ask was, uh, first off, is there anything you miss about um, you know your past life, so to speak? Or, you know... Uh the second part is would you you know would you um get back into doing um live shows and and I guess like doing tour like mini tours here and there.
1: Mm. Um actually uh, over the years uh, as I started producing more and more myself I become uh more and more uh fond of producing. So mm. actually uh, i enjoy producing at home more than i do playing live uh, at least for I now see. but uh, i do uh, still do uh, some live gigs uh, here and there but um, i'm not on tour or anything like that anymore mm-hmm. and being a freelance musician ha- uh, has its ups and downs as uh, maybe diving knows right now <laughs> uh, you have a lot of time and energy but uh, less money and yeah and it's the opposite when you have a day job you have a little energy and time but lots of money so (laughs) it's like a dilemma there yeah it's a trade uh, yeah yeah it's a trade and um yeah but i still do live gigs here and there and i i perform my own beats live doing like a live beat set uh, where i play the EV together with my sp404 and I was lucky to be um, chosen to be a support uh, act for this local uh, band here in Oslo where Dude. there were like 1500 people listening where I played lo-fi beats <laughs> and it was awesome. so loud that oh, uh, I the remember that
2: that was insane that was a big yeah was a it was crazy and a big venue and there was too. this
1: uh you know this fence uh, at the stage to keep people off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. the one track at the bass was so heavy it started like Trembling like really uh, hard, and uh, like young girls are like, ah! <laughs> Check it, my beats you are just <laughs> on the stage
2: with the SP 404. You know, I feel like yeah, that that's SP. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> we, I feel like the SP, it's it's about time the SP made its way to the main stage Mainstream, at festivals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do want people to know that you also DJ, which is awesome. Yeah. That's true. yeah it like i don't know I I, i'm trying to get uh, into i really
1: but. into disco and boogie and funk uh, like in 2012 and started collecting vinyl and um yeah did some uh no i did a lot of dj gigs and um, i still do uh, some yeah, from time to time here in oslo and yeah i enjoy it uh when i don't do it too often too often uh then it's a cool thing but I could never do it like full-time
2: <laughs> it's really hard work yeah but hey it's, it's just a testament to um you know your work ethic you know in terms of like just you doing so many things uh, within music and um um yeah i guess this is a good place to kind of um wrap things up but i think before we end it in you were showing us before we got on camera
0: one more thing You're check this out for this for thing. video listeners <laughs> for the video yes. audience uh have a look um audio listeners i'm showing christopher's latest release at time at times at times um at times as a cassette tape which just got to me i think yesterday uh or mm-hmm. the day before yesterday oh. um and yeah Super cool! I haven't it's opened it today, actually, so it's still sealed. Maybe I'll uh, keep it sealed so that it's uh, it's getting <laughs> it's going to a lot of money over over time. <laughs> um, actually, fun story. Yeah. I hate I had to pay a lot of shipments since that was shipping from the US. Um, like from the oh. original crates campaign you did that on, on crates right and then i also had to yeah. like pay an Im- import tax so this better be something, oh, or I, something. No, I heard <laughs> a lot about that really yeah. it's like really the annoying. most most oh, expensive cassette type i've ever bought but i'm sure yeah. it's going to be worth it um and everyone check this 13, out you've yeah, got that's... it on your web store now i guess
1: yeah a link in bio
0: yes
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just listening to it like and it's yeah it's got your signature trumpet lines and like just really scrunchy um beautiful drum loops and synth. you do it man i don't i don't even, like i'm i'm ashamed listening to that album i'm like oh. i only play the guitar <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much i'm playing that. the it's bass amazing. but i it's never amazing.
0: never use the electric bass on my recording, so <laughs> like i don't use my instruments
1: <laughs>
2: uh. But yeah it's a great yeah it's a great piece of work and everybody should go check it out
1: thank you so well, much for having me
0: thanks for spending time good, with yeah. us um thanks for yeah two of my favorite for, by the way two of my favorite um people to work with right here in the in the oh, podcast <laughs> hard, hard. thanks touched. everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next week at beyond beats peace That's a rap